Hello there, everyone, and welcome back to Skyrim 10 AD, episode 32. Uh, you join us now with our regular party of Botty and Jaquai, Luke and Mouse, um, with uh, a guest, a friend that they, or friend in parentheses, um, the uh, Eris and his friend Flair. And joining them uh, along the road seems to be a scout for the Dawn Guard. Ran into a little bit of trouble on the the way into Right One, which they quick helped him out and quickly dispatched a um, a, a Dramor that seems to be chasing them down. Uh, they stopped in for some breakfast or um, an afternoon lunch, uh, a couple of meads, and are now have now headed into White Run proper. Um, a little uh, interview with the guards. <coughs> um, oh, a moment of excuse me. Sorry about that. Uh, a moment of, uh, sort of like um, a, a pause for the party as they realise that their um, that their arrival was kind of uh, announced before they they were arriving, should I say? Um, but they entered the uh, the gates and uh, are now walking up the road to White One as you walk in to white one you will notice that the the guard that you see one of the guards that you seen be at the at the gate is now slowly uh walking up behind you um you don't know what he looks like he's in regular um um white run guard armor um gauntlets and uh full sort of like you know kind of like a medium armor with the yellow sash that goes across the top of the the front of the chest and across the shoulders and back, hands down at the back Kind of like a like a cape or a sort of like a, a cloak, with the ram's head on the back of it, uh, with a full helmet on. But uh, his uh, weapon seems to be uh, was it a steel sword? Uh, but his shield um, is kind of unorthodox. It seems to be made of um, a solid piece of bone, um, maybe the the breastplate from a very large creature. Um, as um, uh, as you're walking up, you look to your right, and you guys will see um, the uh, War Maidens. And uh, to the right, it's a, a blacksmith, and you see two women outside uh, working on their blacksmith. One of them is uh, working on the um, the armor bench. Seems to be uh, hammering away at a, a plate uh, for what appears to be a shoulder or something like that, and the other one is over at the um, the younger one, uh, with very short, um, sort of like blondish, strawberry blondish hair, is at the smelter, sort of like you know, uh, feeding it some more coal to get it a little hotter. Um, uh, and as you come up, you look to the left and you see uh, the drunken huntsman. Uh, seems to be something like kind of in maybe or some sort of. Um, meadery or you're not exactly sure what it, it appears to be whether it's supposed to be where you get food or get hunting supplies you're not really sure uh, and then you further down the road you see as you look up oh the um yeah that, that's from the husband and you see the um uh the bannered mayor the um the inn all the way down at the other end as you're slowly walking up um anything you'd like to say talk about or accomplish as you're uh, walking up the uh, central part of the um... well uh, I mean Mouse knows the city relatively well I would 
guess, correct? So he, he would know the, what the Drunken Huntsman is. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. So I'm just going to look at the party, or Mouse is just going to say, well, guys, tell me where you want to go. I'll get you there. Well, I need to talk to the uh, woman you sold at that the uh, guard was talking about. Okay. I'm interested in, in following you with that. Uh, by the way, uh, would Mouse recognize the material of the shield? Uh, you Well, you know it's bone, mm -hmm. but you wouldn't exactly n know. Actually, actually, you might know. Roll, uh, roll a history check, but this is going to be a really high DC. Oh, history? Oh, I was hoping for perception. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 17. 17. No, you don't... You, you know it's made of bone, and you know it's a very, uh, a very substantial shield and a very, like you know, it seems that this would uh, resist a lot of damage. Uh, very, very, very well made. It seems almost exquisite um, in your in your perception. With it, the seventeen, um, you don't quite know. You you, you look at it. Why isn't he got a normal shield? All the other white run guards you know of, as with most of them, to sort of like you know show out the, of like where they come from, uh, and have the sort of like you know the the symbol of the animal that represents that particular hold usually on the front of the shield, and, and this guy hasn't. Um, but you're not too sure why. Um, but you you're slowly walking up, and as you, uh, as you come out, you pass, as you can see the uh, the the drunken huntsman you pass around has got a back door to it. <coughs> and you venture up into the uh, main square. Um, could I have... Uh, let's see. Uh, Eris, Luke, and Jaquai make it a perception check. Pretty okay. Um, uh, 21. Wow. Wow. Uh, uh, 18 for me. Mm -hmm. 11 for Jaquai. Okay. Um, Luke and um, Eris, as you're uh, walking up, you're uh, Eris, you've been to this city before. Um, uh, Luke is uh, sort of like, usually he's um, re quite recently he's been kind of in a fugue state, hasn't been fully himself, but in the new city you're sort of like, you know, right, well, I've noticed a guy that knew our names, and you're you're fully there. So you're looking around yourself, making sure what's going on in this uh, particular city. Why do they know we were coming? And as you look up to the the far left, you look past the banner mayor, and you see some steps uh, leading up, and you see this rather large, magnificent tree sticking out of the the top, uh, like a, on a higher level. Um, but that's not what catches your eye. As you look over to the right, you see what seems to be like an upside-down boat um, on the opposite side. And then on the top of it, you and Eris both, you see this figure running across the top of the roof of this building. And then it leaps from said building to the wall. Just on the opposite side. And kind of like on his tippy toes in an unbelievable show of 
dexterity and nimbleness <coughs> runs as it tippy toes across the long side of the wall and jumps, leaps from the wall, hands out and grabs hold of the, the edge of the roof of the bannered mare and pulls itself up and runs across the line. As you're looking, uh, Eris, uh, with your over 20, you see this uh, mostly in, in cloaks and robes in sort of like, you know, this um, very familiar type of outfit to you. You see these robes run across with a long tail coming out the back of it as it runs its way across. As it gets halfway across the roof of the banner mare, two arrows fly past it on the left side of this figure, forcing it to turn right. And as it turns its, uh, turns its way to right, it leaps from the bannered mayor's roof. Um, and let's see if if Cord notices as well. Now, um, it's, it's been about six seconds. You guys saying anything or doing anything? No, Cord rolled a natural one, so he ain't seen <laughs> shit. He's looking right at the back of you guys. So it uh, tail as in likely a Khajiit underneath the clothing? Um... You didn't. Uh, you wouldn't have noticed the tail because you got like a seventeen. Oh, okay, uh, okay, with your yeah. twenty-one, you noticed that there was a, a tail sticking back. And as you said, it's mostly in robes. You recognize these kind of robes. These are the kind of the robes that Florentius, Florentius, uh, he wears. Um, sort of like they're magically enchanted to help against uh, re uh, resist uh, spells that uh, certain vampires and things like that like to use against the enemies. And you see this Khajiit running off, and then suddenly you see two arrows <coughs> flying across. It's now the, the 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 person has now leaped from the bannered mare onto the roof of the apothecary, and is now running across towards the side, heading towards you. As seems to be running around the rooftops. There's tiles flinging off from left to right. Um, you are, what's this? What's going on? And you see a, a gate guard coming out from under the roof next to the thing, and he's looking up and he starts to draw his weapon. Um, uh, as I, I, so, you ask if we do it after the sort of first round. I, I, I can I see where where the arrows are coming from? Uh, they were coming just from the opposite side of the wall where she and uh, they initially jumped from the wall. They seemed to come over from the wall. Um, so outside of White Run. No, 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 from, from where the uh, upside down boat was. From the rooftop oh, okay. of that building, from that tree. It came from that direction. It came from the direction that uh, they were coming from. Uh, was there anything you'd like to do as um, they, they, they figure leaps from the bannered mayor's roof to the apothecary's roof? I say that this might be who I'm in White Run looking for. And How loud do you say that? Actually, never mind. I'm going to roll the... Uh, <laughs> no, Cord got a six, so he didn't hear you say that. You said it right. Um, Is this guy, like, holding our hands? Or how, how far away? He's about ten foot behind you. Um, Does Mouse hear him say that? Uh, who? Um, Does Mouse hear Aaron, uh, Aaron say, uh, say this might be who I'm, I'm looking for? Um, yeah, more like you're close okay. enough. All right, I'm close um, enough. You guys probably just now are seeing who he's talking about. Uh, it was only Luke and Eris seeing this guy, and you were looking at the the drunken huntsman and stuff like that. And you're sort of like, you know, looking around, you saying, "Oh, well, welcome, guys. Here's uh, tell me where you want to go." And um, what's his name? 
um, uh, Jaquai was saying, oh, I want to go and speak to the shopkeeper and sort of like, oh, I'll be with you. And that was uh, Barty saying to him. So now you guys have just seen that. Um, next up, uh, as you hear from the other side, <coughs> coming from the steps that lead up to where that tree was, you hear, stay your weapons, stay your weapons. A female voice coming from the steps. As it starts running down, bow in hand, you see a medium-sized Nord woman uh, wearing sort of like brown armor with long red hair and a blue uh, face paint coming down from the top right of her, of her face to the down to the bottom side of her face. And again, she pulls out arrows and starts firing them at the figure that's running across the rooftop. The rooftop now has jumped again from the uh, alchemy shop to the rooftop of the shop and starts running towards now heading in your direction. Is there anything um, I would say to quite, um, yeah, pretty much all you see this now happen as this figure is now running across the roof and you're on the road. You're just about to get to the central square where the, um, the well is. You're just about 10 foot away from that central circle area and you can see this figure running across. And now you see the new figure uh, with the bow in hand running towards. Is there anything you'd like to do? Uh, sorry, but just who said hold your weapons? Uh, the figure coming from the steps. The one see, who's firing, firing the arrows. arrows okay. Said, okay. "Stay your weapons." And how far are we from her? Uh, you're probably about thirty or forty feet from her. So the figure on the um, on the roof. Uh, jumps down, lands right in front of you, just as the the figure in red. It turns around and it looks at your party, and with a hood up, and you look and you see the furred face, this uh, these really bright green eyes with vertical uh, black pupils. Look at you, the tail sticking out of the back of the robes. Looks at you, makes a perception check, and yeah, that's good enough sees you, Eris, and as the other, the Nord female with the red hair approaches, starts running towards her, she's got the arrows out, she goes, stop where you are! Uh, and as she turns like the the, uh, the Khajiit turns around, and with its with her left paw, reeks out. The, um, the female Nord's about a good ten foot away, rakes out with her claw, and as she does so, you see these five streaks of fire come out from the tips of her fingers and stretch across like five strips of whips heading out and strikes the female north. Um, as she does so, Eris, as you, as you sort of like watch this, you see this uh, on the back of her hand, back of her right hand, she flicks something straight at you. A small item. Roll a dexterity check. Is there anything anybody would like to do? Um, Mouse is standing taut waiting to see what happens here. I, I want to say Inazura. Kind of okay, how loud? <clears throat> okay, Roll, uh, what was your dexterity check? 17. 17. You see this small... A uh, cylindrical item, probably just a little bit bigger than two fingers wide, and probably about 
four inches long, and she just flings it uh, right at you with dexterity check out of 17. You manage to catch it in your hand. And uh, as soon as you say, Anurus, you she quickly around <laughs> growls right at you. As in, mm, roll an inside check. Is this a threatening growl? That's why I'm asking to roll an inside check. Oh, okay. Um, eleven. Uh, eleven. Yeah, you don't know. Yeah, you don't know. So, yeah, you say uh, Anuzara, and then uh, uh, <coughs> uh, you say this during the fight where she's uh, flinging this uh, little small item towards you. So you've you've now caught it in your hand, and she has just flung those flames towards the Nord woman in the in the red, and then you've caught it. What are you doing? Um, want to look down and see what the heck she just threw me uh it's a small cylindrical item seems to be made of bone um there seems to be some daedric symbols uh carved on the in, on all around the size and uh roll an intelligence chip 17 17 you're not quite sure you think these might be um to they're definitely Daedric, but not nothing like the ones you saw in that cave. These ones seem to be more towards the god Hers, the, the Daedric Prince Percy. Mm. Um, so, what, what are you doing? You follow that, you look at Darren and you see, oh, I remember that. I read about that. That's her scene. What are you doing with it? Shove it in my pocket, I guess. Shove, shove it in the pocket. Okay, make a sleight of hand check. Um... What is that? Uh, dexterity? Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. uh, Thirteen. Thirteen. Uh, and then the cord is fucking useless. <laughs> Fuck that guy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but luckily, um, there's somebody else there. So, um, about now, uh, you see this a female kitchen. <clears throat> Um, stand, she's now standing her ground in front of you, and the um, the Nord woman has has now got her um, um, her bow uh, f at full stretch. It's got her uh, as a look as you're looking at it. Sort of like you know, in this sort of like situation, you like look at the bows and you see the arrows. The arrows have got no points to them. They've got no tips, no metal tips. It seems to be, you know, not regular arrows. Um, so you're not too sure whether these would do any damage at all. But she seems to be making um, uh, this female Khajiit move in a way that um, to push her in a certain direction. Um, so she stands there in front of this uh, female Nord. Uh, it's, 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 Nothing to do with you. The female noise is like she's walking up. Give it back. Now she puts the puts the arrow down, uncocks the the, the arrow, and starts putting the, the bow away and reaching for a sword at the side. She says, "Give it back now." Cord starts coming up behind. Um, what's going on? What's going? On? What's happened, Ayala? What 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 the hell's going on here? Is there anything anybody would like to do? Um, 
Does uh does Mouse know Ayla? Yeah, you know who Ayla, Ayla is. Okay. Well, Mouse is gonna stand, move closer to her. Okay, so you you move to the one side. She eyes you. She doesn't really know you know of her, but you've never really met. Um, are you moving? But I know her reputation. Her? Yes. Yeah. yeah. So how exactly are you moving towards her? Are you moving like to the front of her, like from because you are currently behind the Khajiit who's facing her. Oh, I am. Okay. Um, well, so I'm let's going... uh, to yeah. put, put it into your mind. Let's uh, so Ayala is standing. Um, she has um, um, the stairs behind her. She has Carlotta's. Um, uh, was it market stall to her right? Mm -hmm. Okay. And uh, the well is just about behind her, so just to her left. <coughs> and then directly in front of her, probably about ten foot in front of her, is the female Khajiit in the rope. Um, she's got her back to you. You guys are, you know that uh, central part of uh, Whiterun, the city, mm -hmm. is kind of like a big circle that goes around the the well in the center. Um, you're on the road that leads up to that, but you're probably about 10 foot away from that central part. So you're still kind of on the road. You've got Bellathor's shop right next to you where that uh, wood chopping block is. Right, okay. Yeah. So you're there well and... I think Mouse would would want to to move slightly off to his right and towards the the uh, uh, you know the protected porch area in front of Bellathor's shop mm -hmm. so that he can see both the Khajiit and Ayala uh, and whatever else is going on. So he's going to move over over there and and hopefully uh, where where's the rest of the party? They're behind me or yeah, they're uh, probably yeah. it's you and Luke and. Uh, Excuse me, Eris, just at the, uh, the probably near the lead of the pack, yeah. and then uh, Jaquai and uh, Butty, kind of like you know walking in. And, uh, and and I and Mouse is aware of Cord as well, correct? Yes. Yeah. You, you can see he's yeah. he's probably another ten foot behind you. Yeah. <clears throat> but he's now moving up very very quickly, asking uh, what's going on. Eris, uh, what would you like to do? Uh. I want her to get out of there, but I don't know how to, to do. Okay, I, I was sort of like, you know, you're sitting there studying these, waiting for a cue from um, this female Khajiit that you think may be the person that you're looking for to of where you're going to lead to next. You're kind of, you know, in the day, sorry, with that, with that role, you don't really understand exactly what she meant by well, when she gave you that growl when you said her name. Um, so Luke... Uh, Jaquai, Botty, what are you guys doing? I'm I actually I'm actually was pulling up a. It's been a while for me, so I was actually pulling up a map of 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 White Run, trying to sort of get bearings a little bit. So Jaquai asks uh, Mouse, so which one of these uh, shops was you sold us? <laughs> <laughs> I, I just flick my head towards the door of the shop I'm in front of, which okay. I assume is, uh, again, we, uh, uh, I, I hate to go meta, but, but the, the uh, Isolde is now uh, running Bellathor's shop. Mm. Yeah, it's called really? Bellathor's, but every time you've been there, it has been a woman called Isolde. Yeah, okay. Let's, uh, let's, so, so, yeah. so I, I flick my head towards the, towards the door. <coughs> Excuse me. 
So, um, a Jaquai sort of like seems to like you know sort of passes like no business of his. Um, and Luke and uh, Botty, are you doing you guys doing anything? I think I think this is you know, Luke doesn't doesn't know the the milieu so to speak, and nobody is yet in direct danger of harm, and there are ample guards who should be dealing with this. So I'm just yep. gonna hang for a second and see what happens. Yeah. You you see the, there's a guard coming up from behind where Mouse is. Um, he usually hangs about, uh, you know this, Mouse is usually one, and then he always hangs about in between the Apothecary and Bellathor's. And uh, he seems to be walking up behind you. He was drawing his weapon, but he seems to put it back and sort of like now he's just like approaching. He seems to think that uh, Ayala has it under control. Um as he turns around, uh, Ayala put it like draws her weapon, and that's when the guard behind you and Cord comes up, and both of them pull the weapon as they're walking up behind you guys, and uh, walking up to where this guy. And Cord uh, behind you says, "If you're not a party to this, stand aside." He's still about uh, like he's making sure that he's got some distance between you, and he's looking at you, and he's holding up the shield, and he goes, "If you're not a part of this, stand aside." What do you guys do? I'll take I'll take two steps back. Is the is the Khajiit trying to get away, or, or is she standing her ground and looking? Yeah, like no, no, she high. she's now standing her ground, um, lo- looking directly at this female Nord who you don't recognize. Okay. A mouse is already in a pretty much, you know, in a away position anyway, but under the porch of Bellathor's shop there. He's yeah, sort of he's to the side. Yeah. So, you, so you guys separate. Butty, what are you doing? I will also take three steps back. Okay. So, so like Gord sees you guys uh, step to one side and he, and he walks up behind the Gajit and um, he notices that uh, she doesn't have any weapons on her, but he also noticed that, um, well, I think he noticed, bloody idiot. Look <laughs> how he's been rolling. And um, Ayala lo- looks directly at him and goes uh, uh, directly at the Khajiit. And she now turns around and she says, uh, and she goes, return it and there'll be no more trouble. And then uh, the female Khajiit goes, I don't know what you're talking about. And um, the, the female Nord or Ayala turns around and she goes, you're about 10 years old, uh, 10 years too early to fool me, cat. And... Um, uh, there, the kitchen turns around and, uh, and says, uh, I doubt it's going to be that long, dog. <laughs> so, she, you see the, uh, the squirt, uh, the, the squint of the female Nord, and she just advances on her with a sword. She returns and she goes, I don't know what you're talking about. Smooth skin. And she goes, Points they brings the tip of the sword right to underneath her uh, throat, and she goes, "Tell your friend to hand it over now." She doesn't say anything. She doesn't move. She repeats, and then she just looks directly at you, Eris. Return it now, or your friend is going to have a new air hole. So, hold on, hold on. What is it that you're looking for? 
and uh, and news around sort of like he, he, she turns around she looks at you and she has a little smile and she goes yes what is it exactly you are missing if you describe it in detail because perhaps we could understand what you're looking for i i'm afraid i do not know hmm i want to uh well let's see how far am i away from them you're probably only about um yeah about five ten foot away no probably about ten foot away um What I want is for Flame to kind of try to create a distraction so that she can get away. I want him to just get in the middle of them and just bark and growl. But I don't know if I can do that. Mm. He's kind of, yeah. yeah, he's kind of behind you. Um, now you could probably... He is aware of the situation, but... Um, I don't think I can... Yeah, I know I can get him to attack, but I don't really want him to full out attack yeah. right here in the middle of town. Well, you could roll, give him a command, or you could try and try and give him a command, and I'll get you to roll an animal handling check, and we'll see what he does. <laughs> Better not. <laughs> and before he does that, uh, or not, um, Jaquai kind of turns and throws his voice off in, in the distance and says Zarendar, just to see what uh, anybody's reaction is going to be. Okay, uh, make a performance check. Uh, no, make it make a, a deception check. Okay, let's see. Oh, good. Alright, so that's 18. 18. Okay, um... It's a very tense situation. Uh, let me see. With the three parties involved, it's uh, 12. Uh, it's a 17. Uh, Ayala to, it gives you a sort of like a very side eye and notices that there's another Khajiit to her left now. And another 17 from Cord. Yeah, Cord uh, noticed that you spoke up as well. Um. But they, they don't seem to have any reactions, and no reaction from uh, from the Kijit. She seems to be focused on, on what's going on at the moment. How, how um, far is uh, is Mouse from Aragorn? I, I mean, Eris. <laughs> um, you're probably about uh, separated by twenty feet because you went off to the okay, right. Yeah, I did, I'm okay. thinking he went off to to the left because he was standing by it. And he was around. He sort of like you know kind of pulled away, and he's got the uh, the husky. Um, He's got his companion to to his right there. Yeah. Okay. And Eris, what would you like to do? Did you want to try something? She's now looking. She's got her. The tip of her sword is now at the Khajiit's throat. I say, uh, uh, the Dawn Guard wishes to speak with this woman. Please stay your blade. She got, um, just as. Um, um, was it the um, I've got an Ayala uh, goes to speak up to you again? You hear another voice uh, come from behind, from the top of the stairs, and you and you hear, "What is all this? What is going on?" And you see another Nord woman in um, full heavy armor, m uh, metal uh, plate 
armor uh, come up to the top of her throat. Um, at the very top of the of the armor, just at the uh, the neck part, you see a, a wolf coming down. She slowly steps down uh, the steps and starts walking towards the situation. She's got long blonde hair that's been brushed all the way back. On the left side of her face is completely painted black. On her back, she carries a very large glass sword. Uh, mouse, roll a history check. Mm. That'd be uh, 21. 21. You know who this woman is as she's uh, walking towards the, the situation. This is Mjol the Lioness. Mm. Um, Eris, do you want to roll a, a history check for me as well, please? <clears throat> 15. Um, you don't know her name, but you do know of her. From a description, you know her by her title. Um, she is now the harbinger of the companions. Mjol the lioness. And she, she saunters very slowly, striding very confidently, walks up behind. <coughs> and she goes... What is going on? Ayala? Why are you pointing your sword at the new recruit? So, so Colin, at this, at this point, what is, what does, if anything, does Luke know of the companions? Uh, roll a history check. Okay. Ooh, he doesn't know shit. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, I mean, he's good with history, but it's still only a six. So, uh, Thanks, sir. Not, not um, companions, uh, mercenary group, uh, they say that, like, you know, that they came over with uh, uh, Iskermore, but other than that, you, you can't remember shit. I got nothing. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's it's only the, like, you know, the, the thing that you have stamped at the bottom of the leaflet. That's, that's all you know about it. <laughs> So she walks up, strides up confidently be, uh, behind, and um, see uh, you see um, Ayala get there's a little bit of a strain to her face when she hears the voice coming from behind her. What is going on? Why are you pointing your sword at our new recruit? Anusra doesn't say anything. And Ayala slowly puts down her sword and puts it inside. <clears throat> and she turns at uh, the uh, new female that you know is the Harbinger Companion, turns around and sees you and your armor and your um, husky, Eris, and says to you, Ah, Dawnguard, are you involved in this? What is going on? I think I might recognize this woman as an old yes. friend. I would, I would like to speak with her and find out what's going on here. I she seems to... to be in danger. Well, if she has done something wrong, and it appears that she has... Ayala, what has happened? Uh, guys, she, uh, Ayala goes, 
She is not who she says she was. She is not a new recruit. She is not somebody who uh, was looking to join the ranks of the companions. She's a spy and a thief. And uh, Mjol's uh, disposition changes completely. Um, because she trusts Ayla and trusts her word. Is this true, Anusra? Have you stolen from us? Anusra doesn't say anything. And uh, she turns around um, to Ayala, turns around to um, the Harbinger and says um, she palmed it off to her friend. I can only assume they are in cahoots. Mjol walks past Ayala and past things, strides the clang of a, of a big heavy metal boot as they hit the rod as she walks slowly towards you. Um, she's got a good foot and a half on you and um, walks right up into your face and she says, um, hmm. She goes, when I stood next to Isran and stood next to Durak, and held Salan in my arms as he died. I thought that brothers in arms didn't betray each other. Are you, as a member of the Dawn Guard, betraying the companions? What have you done? Of course not. I'm just wanting to know what's going on here. Well, can you explain? Can you explain what you think that uh, she stole? Well, did she give you something? Show it to me, and I'll tell you if it is ours. That should be good enough for you. Yes, I, uh, kind of, it would I'm, be good enough for Isran. I kind of make side eyes to the Khajiit and uh, see if she gives any indication. Yeah, she's not moving, not now. She, um, you, you kind of see a, 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 a slight slump in the shoulders. All right, uh, I hand it over. You hand it over. Yeah. You take it out. And you look, and as as you sort of like pull it out, she looks at it, and she, you do see a surprised look in her eyes. Not say like uh, she I'd she like... puts her hand up to you, and she gets in real nice and close. Do you know what this is? No, but I'd like to know. Yes, yes or no? Do you know what this is? No. Something important. Yes. If you wish to know more, ask your boss. Do not speak of this to anybody else. Enusra has been with us for the past month and a half. Are you telling me that this was what the Dawn Guard wanted? She's I mean, honestly, real close. You can feel her breath on your face now. I, say, I honestly have no idea. I was uh, completely taken by surprise when uh, we arrived here. All I knew uh, was to search her out. She uh, was supposed to report back. And uh, we've uh, assumed her to be missing. Hmm. Well... 
thank you, sorry. Um, and she pulls right back. She goes, sorry, uh, I am Mjol. And she pulls her hand you. Your name? Eris. She holds her hand. I shake her hand. It's good to meet you, Eris. Um, please pass on my... Um, say hello to Israel for me. And if he has... He wishes to know anything about the companions he has but to ask. I will certainly tell him. Thank you. I'm afraid your friend seems to have... Um, I know what they call it, itchy fingers, um, but I'm afraid that in Whiterun, if somebody has been caught stealing, they go to jail. And she turns around to Cord and she goes, um, she um, stole uh, an artifact, uh, a personal possession of one of the uh, companions. Um, she, um, the Cord turns around, she goes, I. Well, I have seen her in the company of the uh, companions for the past uh, month or so. I thought, yes, so did we, but apparently not. Apparently, she just infiltrated She's nothing more than a common thief. Um, treat her as such. And she turns around and walks away. And Ella, uh, Cord walks up through past years and takes Anuzara. Anuzara has these slumped shoulders now. She sort of like kind of just gives in. And they hold her and start hauling her off towards the um to uh, up the stairs heading up, up towards the, the barracks to the um to dragon's reach so hmm. what would you like to do i look distraught <laughs> <laughs> what the hell is going on eris I wish they trusted me with more information before I set out on these on these uh, errands. I was sent to look for her. I wasn't prepared for any of that. Well, either they didn't give you enough information or they didn't know when she went rogue. Yeah, I, I still feel like I need to speak to her, but uh, she, uh, she did not seem to acknowledge me or... I don't know. Um, I might be able to uh, get you into the prison. Uh, I was quietly. wondering about that, <laughs> but, but well, perhaps not not right away. Perhaps no, uh, let's, uh, tonight. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Well, Jaquai walked in the shop. <laughs> Luke, have you seen Jaquai? I, 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 I nod toward the shops. Uh, of course. So uh, the two guards have gone. And currently in the area, uh, there's a few people standing around at the uh, the market stalls that you kind of, because of all the situation as you approach the city, that kind of took your spotlight. But there, there was then um, a few people that were behind their counters. So Kalata, um uh, was there and um, Agamir, I believe the guy at the the meat stall, 
uh, the young wood elf. Uh, yeah, he's Elendir's there. brother. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So, uh, and they're all there. They were, and they all moved away from the stalls and started getting to the edge of where the Bannered Mare was, sort of like, you know, hiding behind, um, was it Fralia Greymane? Um, <laughs> sort of like yeah, hiding behind her as uh, her cart as uh, everything was going on, uh, just to make sure that it all settled down. But, um, the two companions, uh, the Harbinger and uh, Ayala, head off um, uh, towards uh, what you would know as your Vasca. And um, the guards have now taken it in Uzura, clamped her in irons, and are marching her off, head towards um, uh, Dragon's Reach to the barracks below, or the prisons below uh, Dragon's Reach. Um, uh, was it uh, Jaquai has now entered into uh, Belithor's goods? And um, is anybody following? What's the rest of the party doing? Uh, body's following, Jaquan. <clears throat> yeah, Eris, uh, we need to follow our companion uh, and see what's going on. So Understood. Now is, I'm, I'm heading into the shop. Yeah, I'm following too. Yeah, uh, you're kind of a, a little bit of a shell shock. Yeah. I, I, I think the group has this in hand. I'm going to go find the Temple of Kinnereth for, for no particular purpose other than some meditation and prayer. Okay. So, uh, yeah, you head up, and um, as you come up, you see the, the big magnificent three. Um, so we'll, we'll get to that. So you guys all head into uh, Bellator's General Goods, and um, behind the counter is... Um, is it... Sort of like, probably uh, oh, about an hour, I would say, sort of like, you know, late 30s, early 40s, Nord woman, short red hair, uh, with a blue dress. Um, sort of like sitting behind the counter. Um, and she goes, sir, good day, ladies uh, and uh, fine folk. Anything I can get for you, anything at all, nothing's too much to ask. Well, very nice to meet you. I'd like to inquire, um, are, are you familiar with the uh, Khajiit caravans and their um, schedule for uh, White Run? Uh, yes, they come through quite regularly, usually often uh, every once a fortnight, every couple of weeks. It can stretch out a little bit. Uh, sometimes if they run into trouble along the roads, they, um, they've got a few uh, very good hiding spaces, so they... Uh, they can get clear of any trouble they seem to run into, um, but I think can delay them some. So uh, they were here um, just about a week ago or just over, I think. Um, so they should be back within uh, a week, maybe 10 days. Okay, thank you. And if I could inquire one more thing. Um, have you ever encountered a Khajiit uh, by the name of uh, Zarendar? This is going to have to be really fucking high. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, and that's a 10. Um, mm, no. Um, no, sorry. I, I I don't recollect all their names. Is If there's any information on them that you, that you know, because I might have met him and either not gotten his name or forgotten his name. Do, what, is he a friend of... Um, the, the company, uh, Rasad's, or does he work for the 
Jeet, um, Trey Caravan? I'm not really certain. He's my brother, and I'm, I've been sent to uh, Skyrim from elsewhere to um, find out about him. <clears throat> we don't have any information about who he travels with or, um, you know, what his affiliations are. Um, so I, I'm just searching for answers. Well, in, in Skyrim, if with um, uh, with uh, the, the that particular suffix, it, it can't be that great a company. Um, have you have you been to Riften? Uh, no, I have not. I've I've been uh, into Falkreath and Riverwood uh, and to here, but I have not been to Riften. Hmm. Well, um, as, as far as as I understand it, the 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 thieves guild is is all but dead and gone. But I mean, they would probably uh, welcome somebody um, with a great name like that. Um, but if you want to hang on, the um, the caravan, as I said, the caravan will through probably by the end of the week or uh, in a week's time. Um, it only if they get delayed will it take a little bit longer. Um, uh, they're they're not overly helpful without a price to be paid. The Rasad keeps them always working and always interested in trade, and information is a very valuable commodity. So I know they're your kinsmen, but uh, I. You should expect if you if they do have the information you seek, you would, uh, there would be a price to pay. As with everything with uh, Rizard's people, right? Well, I, I certainly have some some very powerful things to trade with them, so oh. I'm I'm not concerned about that. Oh well, is there anything you wish to trade today? We have some uh, fine items. I, we, I've got a few uh, items in from elsewhere. Um, Anything that you would be interested in? I, I noticed that you you don't wear any armor, but um, I do have some like nice robes, uh, some gloves, or anything that that you might be interested. Uh, no, I have everything I need. Okay. Um, is there anything else? Anybody else like anything? Hmm. Thank you, Isolde. Not, not right now. Have you any dead cats recently? I need some fresh strings on a loot. It's always elves. Always. You think... <coughs> always the strangest questions. Always come from elves. No, I'm sorry if you... If you want that, you're probably going to have to um, go out into the um, under the wilds, into the uh, the tundra, and uh, hunt them yourselves. But mind you, we do grow them bigger here in uh, Skyrim, so <laughs> prepare to bring a shovel. <laughs> so, are you just? all loitering in my shop for the warmth or do you actually want anything 
No, I think, uh, thank you, Isolde. I'm, I'm going to head out into the market. Okay, well, if you do need anything, come to Bellathor's. Um, if you haven't got what you need, I can get it uh, pretty quickly. Um, I've got a very good relationship with uh, Rosard, so he gets um, things to me rather quickly if you ever need anything specially ordered or anything. Where is Bellathor? Well, Bellathor, um, I have no idea. He um, he paid me um, quite a lot to um, take over for uh, a little while um, and left me instructions of what I can take while I'm here, but still hasn't returned. And it's hmm. been... Uh, a number of years. I'm getting quite a good living out of it. It wasn't what I exactly what I was expecting. I was hoping to come more of uh, run an inn or, or something along those lines. But um, with my contacts with uh, Rissard, um, it uh, it's worked out well. Uh, the business is only is booming. It's even getting better that now they have somebody with a genial personality behind the counter. Who doesn't want to sell his sister? <laughs> oh my, yes. Yeah. Less said about uh, that, uh, the better. There was an unfortunate incident with uh, uh, a Dunmar. Pardon me. <coughs> <laughs> she puts her hand up to you, Eris. <laughs> so like, uh, <laughs> knowing your history is slave trade. So, what would you guys like to do? Well, I said, after heading out, thank you, Isolde. He's heading and out of the store. So you guys all head outside, and um, so, um, Luke, as you walk up the stairs, you're heading up towards um, the uh, the sacred tree, and this is this tree is very reminiscent of one that you recently saw um it looks smaller but the same it is a huge tree it's um it's got it's uh, sitting in the center it's got a wide wide trunk um um bearing sort of like lots of leaves and it's fruit things like that with uh seats coming around it's a spectacular tree and sort of like a uh, right in front of the uh, the temple to Kinnereth. Um As you look to your right, um, you see a small little shrine. Um, you, you actually, sorry, you look to your right and you see that um, that building that is now that you get a close look is definitely an upside down boat. And you just look at it quizzically and you just go, "Fair enough." And then uh, you look to your left slightly, and then you see uh, a small shrine um, to Kinnereth. And then you look left, and then it's the, the path that leads up to Dragon Reach. And then to your left again, then there's the uh, the temple of Kinnereth there on your left-hand side. So the, the shrine, you, you say Kinnereth, that's Talos, right? Or is it now Kinnereth? It's Kinnereth, yes. So where, so in just to make sure this is mentally... So in, in the game where there's the Shrine to Talos, it is now a Shrine to Kinnereth? Yes. Okay. Got it. 
Okay, so um, I, I take it in. Uh, yeah, yeah, scratch right over the boat. Look at the uh, uh, look at the shrine uh, briefly. Uh, make you know, whatever appropriate gesture of uh, of, uh, of 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 uh, faith to that. And uh, take a look at the tree. Is the tree look healthy? Is it in, is it in, in yeah, it's a Good spectacular condition. tree. It's uh, it's a very large, uh, you would say, very very old tree. It's been here for a good few hundred years. Uh, it looks really really strong, growing well. Excellent. Uh, so uh, with that, I after admiring the tree for a few moments, I uh, walk into the uh, into the temple. Okay. Walk into the temple. Um, as you walk in, there's a a couple of um, what you would know there to be uh, patrons. Um, uh, people there that seems to be looking to seek healing. They're lying down on benches, um, mostly quietly. There is a couple that are slight moans and sort of like you know rubbing a particular body part that seems to be giving them trouble. And uh, over to the left, um, in front of uh, another shrine, uh, Chikunaris, like a sm like the small one with the uh, with the turk piece of turquoise right at the very tip of the sapphire. Sorry. Uh, the sapphire is up, <coughs> and there, uh, there seems to be um, what you would you recognize as a pre a priestess of Kinnereth. Um, she's got the hood, and uh, she's like standing in front of the shrine praying. Okay, so uh, she, uh, I, as I approach, uh, does my approach interrupt her prayer? I, I, I don't speak to her. I just walk toward the shrine. Um, yeah, as you come down, she goes, ah, uh, welcome, uh, Pilgrim. What uh, brings you to the temple today? I, ah. And she notices um, your shield and notices the thing as it goes, ah. Uh, another uh, traveler, uh, another uh, acolyte of our fair, fair lady. Um, that's... Um, Hello. Yeah, yeah. So uh, it went really quiet. So I, I just, I'm try, actually trying to remember if we, Colin, if we, because it's been so long since we did intros. I can't remember. Did we, did we name the little village in uh, Cyrodiil where my my temple was? I don't remember if we named it. No, we didn't. Sorry. Okay. All right. So, um, and uh, I, I, so, but once she's done with her introductions I, I i nod and is there is there an obvious symbol of like rank or anything i mean can i tell if i mean she's she's obviously in charge here but can i tell if by any sort of symbol or anything if she is extremely senior or sort of if, if, I, I you know if, if there's a hierarchy of of the faith not really she just has the uh, the robes and she has the the symbol um is actually on a it's um she has a sash wrapped around her waist and her symbol is dangling from a chain that's tied to that sash and okay. it's uh, sort of like um like an amulet of kind so she's not actually wearing her amulet and it seems to hang down and sort of like lay at the side of her hip um she does seem uh, quite a bit older than you she's probably in her 50s maybe 60s so she's a bit older than you so if she has been here for some years but uh, the calling can come at any time so she could have been called up as a young girl or she could have been called up um, very late in life so you're not too sure okay yeah so uh so sister uh thank you for your your kind welcome uh 
I, I'm, I'm known as Luke Icewalker. Uh, I, I come recently into uh, Skyrim from a, a small, a small temple of, uh, of our faith uh, on, on the, uh, just on the, just across the border in, in Cyrodiil. Uh, and, and I was actually led, led, led here by, by a, a, a message from, from, from kind herself. And uh, I, uh, well, I, I, I feel that I've accomplished some of what was set out for me, but I'm not sure if my job is done yet. And clearly, and I just sort of look around, sort of take it all in. And clearly, this is a this is a place where I should uh, I should spend some time reflecting on my journey and seeing where 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 she leads me next. And and then I just look around at the sick people and. Yeah, you know, is is my sense is is she overwhelmed or does she have enough help with with the sick that she has uh, here in the temple? Yeah, it, it doesn't seem to just be a couple of people on. Uh, well, so it's some nor- normal, not not a, not not anything uh, unusual. Yeah, and as as you walked in, she was praying, so it doesn't seem like she's like you know rushed off her feet or anything like that. Um, as you you're seeing this, she goes, "Oh, look, brother!" She goes, oh. "Another that has heard." Um, the voice of Our Lady. The, excuse me for asking, but um, you um, you heard this uh, directly, or you um, you felt the calling and you joined, or you heard this voice directly? Uh, it was uh, the most direct. It was the most direct signal I've ever received from Our Lady. She told me to come to Skyrim to take a guide. And uh, that that direction was uh, was enough to uh, to lead me down some some very long uh, paths that I thought were closed long ago, and I, I I think to do some small amount of good for uh, for Skyrim. Hmm. Well, that is unusual. Um, I think. Um... Uh, I think your friend, one of your friends, might be looking for you. Um, uh, a much, a much older gentleman. He's probably, he was here a um, couple of months ago. He said he was looking for his friend, um, but um, yes, he said he, he has, he has long, most of his life, uh, heard the voice and. Uh, he said he was out searching that his friend was coming to Skyrim uh, and he was going to to meet him soon uh, he headed off uh, about a month ago um, is that who you seem to be coming to look for so okay so all right I just want to make sure again I want to make sure this this is I want to make sure that I'm not missing something here this is not ringing a bell at all no. Nope. <laughs> Okay, all right. Just want to make sure I wasn't forgetting something I should have remembered from backstory. And so with, with that, I, I give her a very puzzled look and I say, no, sister. And, 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 and did she give her name when she, when we met? I don't. No, you didn't, you didn't kind of introduce her, yourself. Oh, well, no, I, you did. I said I was, I'm, yeah. I said I'm Luke Icewalker. Yeah, I, yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah, sorry. Uh, well, she can give, give her name. Oh, sorry. Uh, Danica uh, Pure Spring. Okay, Danica. Okay, it is Danica still. Okay, great. Uh, thanks. Uh, so, uh, yeah, blah 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 formalities. Um, so, no, no, my 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 lady. No, this is uh, this is interesting. No, my uh, to the best of my knowledge, my 
journey to Skyrim was not preceded by anyone that I know. I I, I have uh, I've never been to Skyrim before this journey. I, I was raised in Cyrodiil. My parents fled the troubles uh, of the early troubles of the Civil War and uh, settled in, in Cyrodiil across the border. I, 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 of course, have, as you can see from my face, I, 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 my blood is, is of a Nord, but beyond that, I have no connections here. Uh, my friends and I, I, I'm traveling with a Khajiit, uh, a, a, a Bosmer, a, a, an Imperial, uh, and we bumped into a Dunmer who was uh, in a bit of trouble outside the, the gates of the city. But I know no one, no one else in, in Skyrim. But yet, we got to the city, and our party was known to the guards. Uh, I, I while I while while I feel I, I believe I'm doing Our Lady's wishes. I, I also fear we may have uh, stumbled onto some something of an un, of a political bent that that may or may not have anything to do with with Our Lady. Um, can can you describe this person who may have been referring to me? Is this this person who was here a month ago? Uh, well, yes, his, uh, his name was Holden. Um, he was um, much like yourself. Uh, it seemed to be a, a warrior. Um, he was uh, clad in, in armor, but uh, a little more uh, robust and, uh, uh, sorry to say, a little bit uh, better than yours. Um, but um, he said he had he has been into in service to Our Lady for many many years, and um, that uh, he was told to to come here. He he prayed here for some days. He he uh, he communed with the the tree outside. Um, he seemed to get uh, a great pleasure in uh, just sitting uh, below its uh, branches and uh, wa wa watching the people. Um, the past, but um, uh, he, he said to him that uh, he said to me, sorry, that um, um, that he, he um, was out looking for his friend, and that his um, he hasn't seen his friend in many many years, um, but that he should be coming to to Skyrim um, soon. Uh, I just thought that seeing as it was just a month ago, and that he is a a cleric, a, a, a warrior of, of kind, I, I assume that uh, you were the friend he spoke of. We get so few. The, the last one I had was uh, a number of years ago, but uh, he um, he was a, a, a flippant imperial that uh, didn't sit well with me, and it didn't sit well with a lot of people with a lot of his ideas on how things should be done. Um, but other than that, we haven't had uh, too many that have stated that they've heard the voice directly. Um, I'm kind of jealous. I, I, uh, I felt my calling when um, when I approached the the Lady Stone, and um, I saw, saw myself sat under the, the the tree there as you saw outside, and that told me um, that I would bring it back to life one day, and. That was my calling. Is the only thing I heard. It was just a, a vision of me sitting below a, a fully blooming tree. Um, that it 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 is a beautiful tree, and and I, I wish only that my calling were were so pure and so successful. 
yes, uh, judging by your attire, I assume you're uh, more on the front lines uh, for our lady. For for these past few weeks, I I have been. Did 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 this Halden say where he was going after he left here? Mm, no. Um, um, I believe. Give me a second. Um, he said something about a mountain, but I have no idea which one. Sorry, okay. he just said uh, that he was traveling. Okay. All right. So, um, so, so I mean, it's sort of the the character moment here. I, I can't think of sort of another sort of plot thread. I mean, at this point, I would do a lot of niceties, offering to help. I think we're probably going to be in White Run for a few days. I would offer to help at services or help tend the sick. Uh, I would, uh, I would, I would actually ask if she has a, a small cot where I might uh, stay and and in the back room or a corner where I might stay and 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 uh, and meditate and assist. So I'll just ask for just general things like that and see if there's anything I could do uh, with no particular end other than sort of getting back to his monastic life for a few days if uh, if if things permit. Yeah, um, most definitely. She de- definitely invites you to stay and welcomes your help. Um, as you sort of like uh, spend in the, in the next probably about half an hour, 45 minutes with her, you notice that she, she is a very skilled healer. Um, uh, she does say to you that um, she feels more like a mage sometimes, is that she doesn't feel that the powers that she gets directly communes her with um, with kind. You see that, especially when she talks about it, when you talked about hearing the voice directly, and she hasn't, uh, it definitely comes across that she is probably a little bit, not jealous of you, but definitely a little sort of like, you know, down on herself that she hasn't doesn't hear the voice like you do. Um, and uh, sort of like, you know, gives you the impression that she feels more like a restoration mage than she does a priest of where her deity is, is casting healing spells through, through her. And, and, and I, I make it clear to her that I am, I am, again, almost jealous of her and her skills and uh, wish that, uh, that I, uh, I, I can only wish to someday have, have her skill uh, in, in the service of Our Lady. So, uh, uh, again, I'm, I'm, I, in all, in all, very, very seriousness, I'm very, very jealous of, of her abilities, and take every opportunity to uh, to pick up any pointers or tips, etc. Um, while I'm speaking with her, and again, well, uh, assuming assuming it's not an inconvenience to her, I will I will stay here at the temple for our for the duration of our of our stay in White Run, just to yes, yeah, she definitely uh, has a room for you there. So um, I think we've been going for long enough for a break. I think have we? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. If you guys don't mind any of there, if there's anything you'd like to accomplish before we lead into the break, or anything you'd like to bring up before we head into the break. Um, I assume Mouse and and Eris etc. are still down in the marketplace. Yep. So you just had so, the marketplace. You've just exited. The, yeah. uh, while this was going on, you've just exited from uh, Bellathor's, yeah. and you're so, at the well. <laughs> so, uh, Eris, uh, why don't you and your dog uh, come? I'll buy you dinner over at the Bannered Mare, and we can talk Sounds about. Uh, 
Maybe, uh, maybe you and I can find a way in to talk to your friend. Yeah, I would uh, like that. Awesome. So you guys all head into uh, the Bannered Mayor, and that's where we'll uh, pick up next episode. Uh, thank you very much, guys, and um, join us next time. Uh, where we see where it takes us. Um, a few unexpected things happen in there. I don't know about you, but all of that, most of that was unexpected to me. So um, <laughs> Everything is unexpected to us, Colin. <laughs> yeah, exactly. uh, that was uh, amazing. Thank you very much, guys. Again, thank you to, um, as a, to, to Luke, to Kwai, Mouse and Party, and to our special guest, Adam. And uh, we'll see what he's going to do um uh, tomorrow in uh, in his day at white run to see if he can accomplish his uh, mission that durak sent him on skyrim 1080 would like to thank tabletop audio for the use of the music in this podcast if you would like to find more music like this just go to tabletopaudio.com for more information thank you thank you for downloading this edition of skyrim 10 ad Email the show at skyrim10ad at gmail.com. For more information, please visit asapodcasting.com, where you will find a Skyrim Attic podcast, the Fallout feed, and our Amazon link, which benefits the Cystic Fibrosis Foundation. Find our social media in the show notes. Thanks for listening.